Lee to dance the songs from Salt and Pepper, next to Buffer, and some amazing artists who made the 90s so much fun. There'll be a lot to eat and drink as well. MFA. When a five and scenery tells you we are ready, we are indeed ready. Tickets is still available for 60 Ghana cities on mobile. You can dial star 920 star 50 hash on all networks and select buy ticket. Also on myjoyonline.com, you can click on buy ticket. On social media, visit joy99.7 FM on Facebook and click on buy ticket. Mapito Sebedi is here with what's trending on social media. I know you're ready for tonight, but what are people talking about? <laughs> all right, well, people are talking about the Hamatan. And Nana Asiediyajikum says this Hamatan is unusual in a crowd. I'm experiencing that of the hinterlands and at anonymous underscore four four underscore one says this hashtag Hamatan while wearing tracksuits the whole month no bathing while activating <laughs> one month bundle hashtag Hamatan and at Kevin 577 says or baby oil is all you need hashtag Hamatan and at Omonai just says this is the true definition of Hamatan all lips must dry by force. Thank you very much uh, for joining us in this edition of uh, Midday News. There's more news when you log on to myjoyonline.com. I am MFA Poe. But it's not like I'm nosy. Or go out to find out the latest filler. It's just that I get 50 megabytes of data free after paying for only the first minute of every call. And so I just keep discovering stuff minute after minute. That's how come I was minding my business, scrolling through my timeline, and I found out Coco has a new baby. Hmm. Oh, and lastly, I learned Ken won the lottery. You see, Ken is my brother's friend. So hello. Look who's about to roll with the rich and famous. <laughs> Enjoy even more value with MTN Free After One. You only pay for the first minute of your call on MTN Free After One. And the rest is free. Plus, you enjoy free 50 megabytes worth of data to browse your favorite sites. Compare where? Compare there. So dial star 315 hash to sign up. Good day for you everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. of becoming victims of globalization. Not the shakers and the movers. That a great man was asked, how do you bring up children? And he said, the first is by example, the second by example, and the third by example. What are the top ten things? Abed, I should confess to you, it's a very difficult subject you're handling. If you ever found Kelly anywhere, still as two, the three legs of those two are faith, truthfulness, and enjoyment. Please don't pull any of these legs out. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years of reviewing the past, situating the present, and predicting the future. Springboard, your virtual university matriculates at 7 p.m. and graduates at 8 p.m. every Sunday on Joy 99.7 FM. Springboard is a very significant intervention in our national life. The radio program, the virtual university, and the roadshow have become important. Uh, factors in the development of our human capital. 
Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and Joy FM and proudly sponsored by Ecobank, MTN and Central University with support from the Graphic Business. Hi, this is Sharon Lecter, co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad and the Rich Dad series. Remember to keep listening to Springboard, your virtual university with Albert Okran. It's going to help you create financial freedom for yourself and your families. Springboard, your personal value will shoot up. Since God has told him to anoint David king, if you are anointed king, Leah, and then his father-in-law decides to mess up his life and conspire, the father-in-law Saul actually gave his daughter to David to trap him. What kind of father-in-law is that? And from then, he goes through the hardest period of his life. He's hiding in the wilderness. He's hiding in caves. At a certain point, he had to behave like a madman. He had to spit on his own beard. And, and he's going through all of that from age 17 to age 30. And he became king. David stood. David stood. And you will stand too. The Bible is full of stories of people who stood. But for me, the person who stood most in my reckoning, I, I appreciate Paul. I appreciate Abraham and David and all of those who stood. But listen to how Paul himself describes his story. And, and Paul stood, if you want to learn. This is what Paul describes himself in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 28. This is what he says, in labors abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. In other words, I've been killed many times. Literally, it's no figure of speech. They stone him and kill him and he comes out to life, kill him and comes out to life. He said, I've died many times in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one, 39 lashes. <laughs> five times. And, and when they lash you, those ones is not like the cane we used to be cane with in primary school. This, this, this lash, when they lash you, it tears off your skin. People don't survive it once. He survives it five times from the Jews alone. Then three, verse five, three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. A day and night I have been in the deep. In journeys of in perils of waters, perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, perils in the wilderness, perils in the sea, perils among fells brethren, weariness and toil, sleeplessness, often in hunger and thirst, in fast and offering, cold and nakedness, beside all these things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for the churches. But he stood, Paul stood, you will stand too. You haven't received 39 lashes yet, have you? You've not even received it once. You've not been beaten by rods. 
You've not been stoned yet. I mean, a few enemies have come against you, in perils your neighbors, you know, your friends, your cousin is always making life miserable for you, your business partner. Just one business partner is harassing your life. Look at Paul. He stood. To the person next to you, I'm going to stand. You have to learn from people who stood. Job stood. He says, I know that my Redeemer lives. And he will stand at the last day. He stood. You have to do everything you have to do to stand. You have to keep standing. Keep standing. Pray. Learn. Stand. You may fall sometimes, but rise up again. You may be discouraged, but encourage yourself. You may cry, but you will laugh again. Weeping endures for the night, but joy definitely will come in the morning. Whatever has come against you will come to pass. Nothing is going to stay permanent in your life to destroy you. It is an arrow against you, but you will stand, you will overcome, you will be the head and not the tail. And for most of you, the things you've been believing God for the last 20 years, guess what? You are quite close to it. It's just half a mile away. It's just half a mile away and you are going to enter into it and you're going to see it. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand. And the final place that Paul tells us to stand is in verse 14. He says, stand therefore. I like it. Stand therefore. Stand therefore means that after you have been, you have done everything to stand, just stand. So the, the impression I get is, you know, somebody who is standing and he's wobbly in his feet, but stand therefore, still standing. I may be holding a walking stick, but I'm standing. I, my knees have been broken, but I'm still standing. I, I, I have been buffeted left and right and, and, and sometimes I feel I'm not strong enough but I am still standing. I am on the ropes. I've been giving blows but I'm still standing. It's my rope-a-dope. Still standing. Still standing. So he says, stand therefore. 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 He said, Pastor, I don't even think I'm standing well. At least you are standing. You may not be standing straight, but you are standing. You may be bended, but you are standing. You may, you may feel like you are bending sideways, but you are still standing. No matter what the shape you are in, you are standing. Because sometimes in life you don't stand straight. You stand bowed. You stand turned. You stand bleeding. You stand crying. But you're standing. And that's all God wants you to do. Keep standing. That's all Florence Chadwick needed to do. Keep swimming. My muscles are weak. Just throw one at a time. One at a time. One hand at a time. One arm at a time. And in a few minutes, even without seeing it, she would have inherited it. 
you don't see your way clear, keep standing. He says, stand therefore. How do we do that? See yourself standing. See yourself standing. You've come through fire and through blood. See yourself standing. You know, sometimes in life, it looks like giving up is the easier one. I have mentioned this before. I said it's like having a runny tummy. Sometimes you have a running stomach and you are somewhere in town and giving up is very easy. Has it ever happened to you? You just feel like I should give up. And then you think, if I give up, what will people say? Whatever energy you used (laughs) at that time not to give up, use the same energy. Your mind is playing tricks at you. And you're going through and say, I can't handle another one minute. Oh, but you handled it. Until you got to a safe place. Thank God for safe places. So you're going to stand. Somebody say, I will stand. See yourself standing. Put on the strength of God. You don't stand in your own strength. Stand one day at a time. One day at a time. You don't imagine yourself standing for 15 years. That, that can be very traumatic for you. But just say, I'm standing today. That's all I'm doing. I'm standing today. I'm standing this moment. I don't know whether what the next 10 minutes will be, but for now, I'm standing. And then the next 10 minutes, I'm standing again. And then the next 10 minutes, I'm standing again. And next day, I'm standing again. And next week, I'm standing again. And next month, I'm standing again. You stand moment by moment. There are some things in life that you don't have to have long-term plan for. I believe in long-term strategy. But sometimes survival doesn't need long-term strategy. You just need a short-term strategy. And the short-term strategy is, I'm surviving today. That's all. What's your plan for life? I'm surviving today. Don't you have a vision? It's for today. Can't you think over the next 20 years? If I do, I'll be discouraged. Because when you think about the next 20 years, all you're doing is projecting today for 20 years. And many times when you project today for 20 years, you'll be discouraged today. So all you need to do is to live and survive one day at a time. I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, but I'll survive today. And let tomorrow come. It will take care of itself. I'll survive tomorrow too. And let tomorrow come and I'll survive tomorrow too. And let tomorrow come and I'll survive tomorrow too. And then there's one tomorrow after another tomorrow and another tomorrow. And before you realize it's one year. And then you turn back and you see how God brought you through. Now the thing that you thought was the worst thing of your life, you don't even think about it again. You don't remember it again because God brought you through the storm and took you to the end of your journey how many of you have gone through life where you thought you would never survive and now you've even forgotten you went through it 
Oh yeah, it's happened to all of us. You just felt, I can't take it any longer. I can't take it now. You don't even think about it. It's not even a memory in your head. Somebody has to remind you and say, do you remember 15 years ago when you went through this and you thought this is the greatest shame of my life. I'll never survive it. And look at you. You don't even think about it. Everybody will laugh at me. You've even forgotten about the people you thought would laugh about at, at you. So I'm not saying survive for eternity. I'm just saying survive today. Stand today and stand tomorrow and stand next week and stand next month. But one thing is certain. You're going to swim across that channel and you're going to get to the journeys. And you are going to see the promise of God fulfilled in your life. You will not be a failure. You will not be a disaster. You will not be a disappointment. You will not be. You will not be. You will not be a disgrace. You will not be a disappointment. You will not be a failure in life. You will not be. You will not be a statistic of those who failed. You will be a testimony of those who succeeded. Somebody is going to look at you five years from now and say, your life inspired me. I watched you. And so I could live my own life. I watched you. I saw how you stood. I saw how you survived. I saw how you stood firm. And I determined I will also stand firm. Because somebody is taking inspiration from your life. Just keep standing. Because God is not finished with you yet. Somebody say, I'm standing. And one of the ways to really stand in life is not to be self-centered. You know, when you're going through life and life is tough for you, sometimes you think you're the only one suffering. You are the only one. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows my sorrow. Oh, yeah, everybody knows. Because you are not the only one going through difficulty in this world. Everybody goes through one way or the other. Everybody will go through a tough time in life. Everybody. There's no exemption. Colossians chapter 4 verse 12 says, Epaphras, who is one of you, a bond servant of Jesus Christ, greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. If you really want to stand, one of the things you have to learn to do is to pray for others to stand. Don't be too self-centered. Every time you pray, God, help me to stand. Oh, God, help me to stand. Lord, you know, you know my trouble. Lord, help me to stand. But look for somebody else who is failing, somebody who is weak, somebody going through that tough time and just begin to pray for them like Epaphras did. And say, Lord, I pray for my brother that he will stand. I pray for my sister that he will stand. I can guarantee you if you start praying for others to stand without taking care of your own problem, God will take care of your problem. Because every prayer you pray is a seed you have sown. And when you give, it shall be given back to you. Good measure, president, shaking together, running over. 